0: Terms and embargoes apply. Offer ends 919. No refunds. Subscription auto-renews.
1: Wait, are you gaming on a Chromebook?
0: (laughs) Yep, It's got a high-res 120 hertz display, plus this killer RGB keyboard. And I can access thousands of games anytime, anywhere. Stop playing. What?
1: Get out of here. Huh? Yeah, I want you to stop playing and get out of here so I can game on that Chromebook.
0: Got it. Go ahead, break it down discover low. the ultimate cloud gaming machine, a new kind of Chromebook.
2: Now, there he is. Oh, oh my gosh great cricketer is a Twitter stream. It's about playing cricket at the grade level. It's
3: a tough, mean, dirty, dirty business being a great cricketer. A lot of cricketers, you know, that's all they
0: know. They've mm. done it since they're 10 and they have a deep-seated fear of change. But the great cricket is all about being the most alpha version of yourself as possible at all costs and at all times. I don't bat or bowl. I just feel the gully. Count the number of dot balls in a row. Sledge 15-year-olds. Make me feel better about myself. Thanks, Thanks champ. champ. Oh, no, you called me champ. Yeah, yeah! Hello and welcome to the Grey Cricketer Podcast. On today's show, with another famous boxing day in the books, we asked how many other third-grade teams could make it to number two in the world. Travis Head scores 100. Pat Cummins takes Pfeiffer. Some other stuff happened, but there's no more Bay 13. The Big Bash produces some absolute belters. England and South Africa go at it in Centurion. And Joffre's bowling. Beam is Kane. Richardson is on the show. And hashtag ask TGC gets into all the usually weird areas. Thanks to Budgie Smuggler, Christmas is over and the country's on fire, but our friends at Budgie Smuggler have you covered smugglers, towels, bum bags, flap hats, bucket hats, socks, kids' rashies, underwear. When your mum or love interest asks, Hey, what do you want for the new year? What do you want for the new year? You tell her to go to budgiesmuggler.com and to go nuts. Use the code CHAMP for free shipping, one website to sort out every member of your family, This festive season. My name is Ian Higgins and I'm joined by Dave Edwards to my left and Sam Perry to my right. Uh, Christmas boys. It was good Christmas like this, this time of year. Cricket, Christmas, festive season. What's the place
2: in cricket in this country during this period of time? Well, thanks, he goes. I think cricket's place is that it provides us as a society just with much-needed comfort and stability in what is a very unstructured and loose period of time in the year. I mean, it's an emotional time of the year. We're drinking a lot. We're eating a lot. We're coming towards the end of the year. The end of the decade, we're actually coming towards. Mm -hmm. And um, we're reflecting on the highs and lows. um, And having the cricket there during this period of time provides us with this stability. Mm -hmm. Um, Cricket can be relied on. And that's what the Boxing Day Test is all about. Um, if we were to lose on Hobesaw, that would be disconcerting and scary. And sure. it's just not meant to happen. Mm. So I think um, cricket's place in Australia over Christmas and New Year is just to fucking flog whoever comes here, yes. <laughs> to whoever dares yeah. to come here to play yes. us so we can feel better as a nation yeah. and society.
3: Yeah. We, we live in tempestuous times, don't we, in cricket, mm. flogging other nations, mm-hmm. other nations who come cat out. Of come, cat of nine tails. Cat of nine tails, and we... Um, and we'll brand them first grade or second grade mm-hmm. status just for a brief moment allows us to just feel like everything is right with the world again. We can start complaining about trivial issues, you know, like behavior or DRS or things like that mm-hmm. or how to say minus Slybushane's name. <laughs> um, yesterday, Titus O'Reilly described Boxing Day as a palate cleanser. Okay. So you don't have yeah. to talk to your family anymore. You just let the cricket wash over you. I tend to agree
0: yeah. with Titus. Yeah. Uh, so it's it's safety as it always is. Yeah. yeah, it's consistency. It's just on. It's just mm. on in the background. This mm. this match, Boxing Day test match, New years less so, but Boxing Day specifically, it's just
2: on. Mm. And this well game described. was on. This game was just on. Yeah. And what a game like it was? It's just like a Spotify playlist, like chill. Yeah. You just select yeah. it. You just put it on. You yeah. don't know what the music is. Chill folk, who the bands are. Beach. Yeah. Don't offend me. Don't yeah. knock me off Create my equilibrium. Algorithm. Just mm. let it wash over you. Want, Dinner with I w- friends. I want yeah. to
3: turn on the TV at all times and see safe. Numbers. I want to see Australia, I want to see 400s next mm. to Australia. Numbers okay, you recognise. I recognize. want to see the number four and two zeros. I want to see, <laughs> if New Zealand are batting, I want to see, even if batsmen are in, I want to see them with three runs off 32 mm. balls. Okay, well, he's
2: bogged down. He'll get mm. out soon. Yep. And, and thankfully, I, New Zealand recognised as well. Thank you. And they let us bat first because they yep. knew that we needed this more than yep. they needed it. Mm. It was nice of them to do that. They're nice. Yeah. Well, we we'll are
0: get, get into the match itself in a second, but... Um Melbourne itself is an interesting discussion point in Australian cricket because nothing else is there to talk about. And uh-huh. that was probably uh, no more apparent than when the Boundary Social appeared in yes. place of the famous Bay 13 at the MCG. Mm-hmm. No more Bay 13. That doesn't exist mm-hmm. anymore. Now the, the corporates have won. Mm-hmm. Money wins. Bay 13 is now Boundary Social. Yes, And what a fucking place that is. Mm-hmm. Oh, a wonderful place. And uh, look, you know,
3: this is a great example of binary conversations in Australia and the world. You must take your pick. You must take your pick. Do you like Bay Thirteen? Are you a person of the people, yep. or do you like corporatisation, privatisation, expensive mm. tickets just just for access to then purchase your daiquiris? But what a wonderful view! <laughs> you know, it's uh, uh, you know, it's. Do you like racism? You yeah. know, do you like where's your visa? Show yep. us your visa. That's what people were saying as last they year. said last year yep. against India. Yeah, or do you like a vast amount of space going to a very few amount of people? Take yeah. your pick. It's uh, it's tism. It's yob or wanker. It's from thirty years ago. <laughs> But you cannot ha- you can't you cannot hate both. You must choose.
0: But Pez Australia like the larrikinism of the Bay 13. They like mm. the images of Merv Hughes. They celebrate mm. um, Yabba at uh, the SCG. There's mm. literally a statue of a seat. You know, yep. a person could be sitting there. Yeah. Not not in the small test
2: matches against New Zealand and stuff. And now the, Yabba is. Now Yabba. Yeah. Well, Bay 13 yeah. was a safe space, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. In what is a declining yep. thing mm-hmm. in society in Western society, Western male white Australian society. society. Yep. The decline of the safe space Finally. and it represented a place that. White Australian men could go and be surrounded by other white Australian men and say whatever they wanted to, mm. free of any kind of recriminations, whatever you want to say, it's safe. Yeah. And we don't have that anymore. Now the boundary social is around. Yeah, where the where the Bay Thirteen guys are going to go? Well, they're just going to go to another bay, aren't they, and do exactly mm. the same thing. Yep, well, we saw that. That's so like, yeah, they, we, they we, went, to bay, we went yeah. to bay Eleven. We went over there. Yeah, they're in Bay Eleven now. Okay. So it's the same
3: thing. Same and they're thing. nineteen years old and creating conflict with Bay Nines, you know, like saying fuck off Bay Nine. It's really strange. So would have paid the same amount for ticket. Everyone could just move wherever <laughs> they want to go. Either, but just create, just
2: kind of creating, yeah. contriving a tribalism between Eleven yeah. and Nine now.
0: So yeah, exactly. I like exactly. the
2: ingenuity of Cricket Australia introducing this new premium pricing tier. I think they need to start considering more revenue streams like that. Mm -hmm. Particularly seeing most of their major sponsorships are under threat. I mean, Alinta Energy, you know, a huge contributor to, Mm -hmm. you know, pollution, which is obviously a very uh, Mm. pressing topic in society at the moment. Mm -hmm. You know, their major gambling partner was under pressure in a Four Corners expose recently. Mm -hmm. So, they're just trying to find money, CA. Mm -hmm. And I think, you know, introducing new rev streams in the form of, yeah, premium pricing opportunities Mm -hmm. um, for crowd experiences. I was thinking about that Alinta Energy ad
0: in terms of pollution. There's literally, like, the gag is that someone, they're in someone's backyard and they've got like a giant light tower, mm-hmm. uh, which then turns into night night into day, basically. And it's yeah. just like, yep. no, it's all pollution. Anyway, mm. this segment mm. is brought to you by... Literature. That's what we'll have to do eventually. We'll have to turn night into is, day. It actually
3: disconcerting how much light there is when that floodlight comes on. It is. fine. Because yeah. it was just dark before and now. Everyone
0: is lit up. I mean, yeah. that would really frighten people in distant suburbs that are in the shot. It would fuck your retinas, anyway. yeah. For sure. Anyway. Yeah. Pez, you and I went into the Boundary Social, just to keep harping on this. Please. You and I Oh, we, all three of us—have been extremely lucky to go to uh, all the test grounds, see see some cricket, see some cool stuff. That boundary social, this is an unpopular opinion, is fucking awesome. Mm. It is so good. I don't—I don't know if there's a better view, yeah. in cricket in Australia than what that boundary social has. It's incredible. Yeah. yeah. So, but it's elitist. So. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Like I think when it's all weighed up, I'm 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 uneasy with it, like when you weigh up the cost and you weigh up what's lost and you weigh up what it means and the the direction of it, etc. Like I'm definitely keen to get rid of people saying, show us your visa. Mm. (laughs) Um, However, like walking in there that you like were on this little embankment Mm. and you saw the MCG as though you were sitting on a hill, like at a local park, except that what you were viewing was the MCG and the members in the background and stuff, Mm. you're an unintruded Um, view left and right. No, no one in your peripherals. You're not like a sardine in yeah. there. And that's why this show is now brought to you by the Boundary Social. <laughs> uh, it's not.
2: I mean, like it's a, It's just an experience, isn't it? I mean, cricket is an event. I mean, it's a sport, but it's almost like arts. Mm. I mean, it's like when you're going to a, a concert and you want to select the premium uh, ticket. Mm. You know, I'm going to go to a Paul Kelly concert, Taronga Zoo, a Twilight concert. and I'm going to select the premium. Awesome. Uh, option which gives you you know access to a picnic basket mm. and a vantage point where you can you know soak it in a lot better than you would if you were kind of amongst the fucking cretins mm. um, who are paying you know <laughs> what why, why no, are you just, no people, people are cretins <laughs> <laughs> they don't get <laughs> yeah. premium tickets
0: yeah they are yeah they yeah. are That's a good point they are um, what about the um, the wicket in itself big conversation point did it play well are we happy with it like no one no one was hurt. <laughs> yeah. Do we celebrate that? Is that the standard now for the MCG? I don't know I don't know yeah. what the,
2: I mean, I personally, the benchmark is yeah, for Melbourne. I well, I like a pitch that does a bit. I mean I've always said that. Yes. Yes, you have. Yeah. On several episodes at least, and that's just mm. the ones that we know. Privately about. as well. Um I direct messages. But you know, you a know. good pitch is obviously one that you know provides a contest between bat and ball. you have all said that. <laughs> According to Webster's that, that definition. So. Um, but you know, a couple of weeks ago this pitch was described as dangerous. Yeah. And it's, so it's come a long way, this pitch. But didn't that excite you? When yes. Something, like a pitch described as dangerous, like, fuck, I'm going to get He's a bad boy. He's yeah. a bad boy. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. What's he going to do? Yeah.
3: yeah. Uh, uh, there was like loads of praise for the Wicket after this uh, test, yeah. especially for Matt Page, who, you know, has done well to make it something. Mm. Um, I-, I thought that it was coming from an extremely low base, this praise. Like the two previous options were like the most benign surface in cricket history yeah. or encrusted ridges on Wicket that might kill somebody playing a forward defence. Yeah. Uh, I still think it's an absolute grind watching cricket at the MCG. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. I will not resolve from my position that this is an AFL conspiracy in the AFL are most <laughs> likely silent backers in the Australian Conservation Foundation who this week released a report saying Boxing Day would have to be removed from the MCG so the AFL can do shit like run 2K time trials, and nab trade, radio, etc. <laughs> so, Why are your eyes um, rolling up to the ceiling? <laughs> How good would the MCG be if it actually had a little bit of pace and bounce? Like, like it, it, it is, it, there's like a t- fucking ticker tape parade for Matt Page right. for turning up a pitch that was still probably I think it would be a sensory grade.
2: overload, wouldn't it be? Because mm. there's the boundary social, there's you know, the cathedral-like experience of the MCG. If, the, if it was too entertaining, people would just fucking kill themselves. Mm-hmm. It would be too exciting. Mm. You've got to moderate it somehow. Mm. I, guess, I guess the question is, if the MCG wicket was an AFL club, which
0: club would it be? Mm. Good
2: question, mate. Mm. Good question. Um, GWS
0: mm. I Fitzroy ninety five. Don't know what that means. Yeah. Hey, let's get into the cricket, into the match that was played. New Zealand won the toss. You mentioned before it was, and they decided, yeah, we're gonna have a bowl, mm. we'll have a bowl on that. And oh, yeah. Trent Bolt fucking rocked Joe Burns as middle Did peg, me. and we thought, hang on a second, yeah. something's going on here. Mm. And then they took four more wickets in the space of two days, so nothing yeah. happened after that really. Mm. <laughs> Everyone got some runs. Travis Head scored hundred. Yeah. Were you excited by Travis Head's hundred, Dave?
2: I've never been excited by Travis Head innings. Yeah, I'm um, the same. I don't know why. Is yeah. it me?
0: No, because I'm the same. I I, I just like, uh, you know, he's averaging 43, 16 yeah. tests. Good job. Number six. But it's just, it's I don't know what it is. I'm not excited by it. I want Pekofsky's averaging 27, but there's hope. Mm. I don't know what the future is for Travis Head. <laughs> Which is a courageous thing to say after he's made a Breakthrough
3: 100. It's the right time to mm. ask those questions rather than doing it when you down know, his luck. I just don't think it's, it's luck. it. He's not the guy. Yeah. He's not the guy, mate. I, I I don't know who the guy is, but I don't think he's the guy. Yeah. He's, he's streaky, isn't he, Travis? Mm-hmm. It is hard. Like it, I, I find it hard to um, identify the upside. Like Even when guys are still on their way through the career, they're, they're just kicking off. Mm-hmm. You can normally see what the end product might be. Yeah. Um, but head has scored hundred, and it's it's hard to it's hard to sledge after hundred on Boxing well, Day. Well, I'm doing my best. Yeah, he's yeah got a Boxing Day hundred. He's yeah, he's,
0: he's completed the dream. Although, yeah. like the Boxing Day hundred thing, like for me, it has to be on Boxing Day. Fucking, I was <laughs> more wash over you. <laughs> boxing Day hundreds. The Boxing Day test match. The yeah. hundred has to be on Boxing yeah. Day. Don't give me that twenty seventh shit. Yeah, good, good point. Yeah. You know, like it's just twenty seventh is like Days. Day. What days? Oh, I don't know. What's the date today? Of, oh, Christmas yeah. is two days going to be fucked up from ham. Yeah. So yeah. like,
2: up from ham. Can I
0: denigrate Travis Head's
2: Boxing Day hundred anymore? I'm trying. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm just never going to get excited about a Travis Head. In yeah. This. yeah. Yeah. yeah, We'll I'm play this back change. when he, he needs to change. When he scores his 20th tonne for Australia, yeah. we'll play it back
0: yeah. and we'll keep the position. Yeah, and when <laughs> when he's captain when he's Australia 80 times yeah. and he's just led Australia
2: to a famous victory in India. I'm not sure about Travis.
0: He's not, <laughs> he's not the guy for me. Yeah. I
2: mean, his offies have come along. Yeah. Well, we're talking about, you know, we're getting rid of a batsman for the next test. Maybe yeah. we'll get rid of Travis. Well,
0: let's get into the selection thing. Because like I, think, I think one of the more interesting things about this test match is like... The layers of like, like the cunt is still there with Australia. The it's still mm. there. You can see it. And mm. like Pez, you've spoken very eloquently about this in the past. It's just like <laughs> when we start to win,
2: uh, it just starts uh, to
0: creep in. Just it's like just it there. there. It's still uh, there.
3: Uh, well, I uh, people keep like talking about like this. Uh, <laughs> yes, it comes through. Yes, it comes through.
2: <laughs> and contrast to that with uh, the end of the test match. Mm. Um, Kane Williamson, the captain of right New Zealand, went over to the supporters and kind of gave an impromptu mm. address to them, thanking them for coming along and providing them with the, for the inspiration they need to keep going. Mm. Oh, they're too fucking nice, mm. and that just plays into our hands because
0: we're just getting a little bit confident now. Do you think people would have liked Michael Clarke if he did that and say like we went to you know Abu Dhabi or something, mm. and he did that to the seven Australians that were yeah. there? Yeah. <laughs> The atmosphere was great, yeah, the guys. Fanatics. Really, really appreciate it. Yeah, the fags, Yeah, uh, yeah,
3: yeah. I like, uh, you know, at the start of the test, Smith was gesticulating with Nigel Long over some, right. you know, an
2: LBW uh, leg buys versus dead ball call. Mm. Um, Something very, very trivial and meaningless, really, but it meant a lot to him.
3: Yeah, like yelling at each other, um, DRS stuff as well, uh, and and you know, Matt Wade carrying on with. Tim Southey. Mm-hmm. And then there's this thing that's emerged where, like, I think one of the journos asked about... Um, oh, no, Travis Head made the comment that, like, when there was conjecture over whether he'd be selected or Swepson would be selected... Uh, Swepson, pardon me. Um, Nisa would be selected. Yeah. That um, actually what happened was Langer called Head and said, don't worry about it, you're in. And uh, Tim Payne later confirmed that, um, you know, that we were just playing silly buggers with the media. <laughs> and a couple of the media got the shits with this. I don't think like, the, the the public really cares that much like you know there's always like sort of the the teams often play games with the media and stuff like that Mm -hmm. but on the other hand like why like why why did Australia need to do that like was the non-selection of um, Mm. NISA like was that the thing that demoralised New Zealand Mm. (laughs) not really I think
0: Australia's bored
3: no that's exactly what I was going to say so like this is this is this is what we do. Like when we start winning a little bit, we just start to get a little bit bored. We just start fucking around with things a little yeah. bit, and then we and start. We get into trouble. Yeah, we do. We get into trouble. Like, it, like and we like it. Like... Yeah. New yeah. Zealand weren't going to go. Oh fuck! Ed's playing. You know, they've done us here. Our plans are out the window. You know, now like they start to face Cummins, Stark, yeah. uh, Pattinson and Lion. and yeah, they just get, they just get bored, and we, we just start, like because we're, we're bored, we start making enemies with yeah. people for fun. Like we are just, just demolishing people, so we start making enemies. Start snarling at people a little yeah. bit, that kind of thing. Like and, a bunch
2: and... of blokes at like race day were dressed in our. we've had a few beers and we're just feeling really good about ourselves Yeah, and we're going to get into a bit of trouble and the police are going to get involved (laughs) someone's going to go to jail
3: and and I think it's interesting like this is the moment to judge whether the the (laughs) behaviour stuff is like is real with Australian cricket you know like they've been on their best behaviour for a year or two they've developed a good side out of that Mm. but now that you know they've been grounded by their parents and they've been on the best behaviour to get back in the parents good books Mm. and now that the punishment has dissipated Mm -hmm. like are they still cunts or, you know, are they going to be good people?
0: I think, that, I think that there's a delineation here between the pain Langer stuff where they're just bored and just like, let's have a bit of fun. Let's yeah. have a bit of fun. Yeah. We're going to win the series 8-0. Yeah. Let's have a bit of fun. But, like, the Smith stuff for me is, like, he's fucking bubble boy, doesn't really understand his actions and wild and how that looks. Yeah. No. And, like, I can't remember if we said this in the podcast or just privately, but, like, you do sort of forget a little bit, like, Bef- just before sandpaper that was like six months beforehand when under Smith's captaincy and like f- it was getting pretty bad yeah. and like Smith has like no control over like I think he's just so fucking in cricket mm. and in like the moments he doesn't yeah. think about things in a broader sense like Payne does Like well, yeah. he's always sense. been
2: in cricket yeah. so he's never had to look at himself outside of cricket because right. he's always within this cricket bubble yep. Yeah, and my I mean my my wife mm-hmm. and looks at Steve Smith and, and said to me the other day, like, he looks like he's about to have a nervous breakdown.
0: Yeah. Mm. But the, I reckon there's heaps of stuff in this match because, like, you know how at the beginning of the summer he was talking to Howie and he was like, oh, I don't sleep during test matches or oh, I don't sleep when I'm batting and stuff. And, like, that's a really strange mindset to be. Mm. If you have no sleep, you can't be functioning. You know, all the stuff mm. about, like, oh, he doesn't know what he's doing in between balls, he doesn't recognize he's doing weird leaves. or mm. like, I think he's so, like, just C yeah. ball, hit ball stuff. They're like when he's gesticulating wildly.
2: It seems with unsustainable, Nigel really? Long. Yeah, How it's old is not, he? Uh,
0: 30? 30-odd, yeah. 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 yeah.
2: yeah. 30-odd, rounded up. Yeah. yeah,
3: re- yeah. <laughs> oh, <sorry>. 30 <laughs> is a number that's ruined now no,
2: cricket. <laughs> I, I think so the Aussie team,
3: I think they do have goodness in them, but now that, they, now that they're starting to fuck around because they're bored and making enemies with people mm. and stuff, they, st- they have this problem with it and then they start conflating their winning with that behaviour and they go, oh, no, we're winning because we're hard like this. Mm. But yeah. they've started winning. They've got to this point without needing to carry on but now that they're dominating they're like oh no
2: carrying on is part of what we do so I think it's going to be Australia's getting really specific with their needs and wants (laughs) I can only ejaculate if this happens yeah
0: (laughs) (laughs) finally someone made that comparison Uh. finally don't you think though like you look at you know New Zealand's number two team in the world coming into it I mean, we all know the fucking rankings are bullshit until Australia's number one then it means something Mm. but like You look at all the stuff, and it's just like no. Australia is just the they just have better players. Like they just literally have the better players. So like, fuck around with like the media. Oh, we're gonna. Oh, this guy's gonna play. No, he's not. Uh, Yeah. It's like (laughs) none of that matters. You got fucking five amazing bowlers and like two incredible batsmen, and you're just better. Exactly. Just like you spin it whatever way you want. Gee, New Zealand are great.
3: They got some great plans. You know, Mm. for guys who bowl (laughs) 125 ks an hour, they put that short little. They're severely under
2: resourced compared to us. We're blessed with lots of natural resources. Australia, Australia
3: is just like raw. Pace and power—it's just mm. velocity. Yeah. Spin it however you want. You've still got to face Cummins and Stark and Pattinson and Hazelwood yeah, and those guys. A different. How economies. do you beat that in Australia yeah. in scorching heat mm. on dead wickets? Not done.
2: No. Well, you can't apply. You have to apply their strategy, you, mm. and they don't have that. There's no of those resources mm. to their disposal.
0: In like the club cricket sense, is there like an equivalent of like kind of just fucking around with the opposition for the hell of it? Like I, I can think of one where I'm, I remember um, who was it? Sydney Uni. There's mm-hmm. just an. Sydney sense, like they always used to get to the ground early, and they would warm up yeah. for our home games. They would warm up in the area that they thought that that we liked to, mm. yeah. and it was just like kind of through you, just like I mm. know oh we usually warm up over here, and cricket's yeah. obviously just so symmetrical, just like no, I do this, and I do this forever. Yeah. Mm. I walk onto the field left foot first left mm. pad on first all that kind of shit.
3: Possession is nine-tenths yeah. of the law exactly. and the players at Sydney Uni are
2: landed gentry
3: yeah. who understand the
0: <laughs> value
2: of territory. But all that yeah, stuff the, is the, like the literal you, price would, value of the territory yeah. like this is the closest you know, most valuable piece of so, land mm. and I'm used to acquiring those pieces but, of land. They but,
3: landed on yeah. the continent and yeah. quickly sought out the best vantage point even though people yeah. already
0: existed yeah. there and just conquered it yeah. by getting there. What built, happened,
2: built some American apartments on it. They
0: mm. would often get to Chatswood Oval and be like Terra Nullius and then just get there. But like they won lots of games because they were Better than us, they had yeah. the better players. Not because they, they fucking didn't warmed need to up, do but they did. They, yeah, they were fucking with us. But yeah, they did
3: yeah. have the weapons, you know, of money, and they gave people scholarships and stuff like that. So, yeah, <laughs> yeah. they had weaponry. They had too
0: much. They had too much. Too. Had too much. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, that's our obviously our assessment of the Boxing Day. Test that was match. Boxing Day. That's Boxing Day. Yeah, that's what yeah. happened. Um, anyone excited for the SCG, which is, uh, to be fair, an equally dull wicket another dead oh, rubber test I don't, test I don't think
3: it's equally dull I don't think it's equally it's It's duller than it used to be but it's yeah. not MCG dull it's not you know when no. this ball hits the surface or life
0: demolishes from it no. maybe it's because it's just
2: dead rubber test yeah. like. yeah. but you know that's what we're used to Dead rubbers yeah. are all I know. I mean, if it was a game that had any meaning or relevance, that would mm. be shocking to me. I wouldn't know how to process that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, It's good for me to know that I can turn up and this yeah. game means absolutely fucking nothing. Mm. Yeah, Walk around, chuck my polo on, and three days will be rained out anyway. So, it's mm. yeah. a shit. It's the RM Williams sponsored test, for sure. That's mm. um, when we'll know if climate change really has ravaged
3: society, if SCG can get through a test without a couple of days yeah. of rain.
0: <laughs> I, I, on, at this point, seriously, it would be fantastic yeah. for it to rain. We should speak about, like, so many Kiwis coming over to yeah. the MCG like the numbers are huge there's like the second most ever um, I think the aggregate people to the test was like 180,000 I think that's oh, right got up to 200 200,000 200, yeah. I mean that okay it was the most, all, that is fucking inc- that's huge that, the most that's a for cr- a non boxing yes, day a non-asset test
3: apart from the West Indies in 75, that's right. 6 that's right that's
0: right <laughs> so like uh, and i 've got a bit of a theory because we spoke to some Kiwis who came to our shows the last like couple of nights down in Melbourne, our live shows, and they were like you know this was like a real bucket listing for us, and so because the New Zealand haven 't been here for thirty two years et cetera et cetera, et cetera Now oh, wow. I reckon if like New Zealand came back here let's say hypothetically two years' time you 're not getting those numbers like for for there was like sixteen seventeen thousand Kiwis flew over for the for for boxing day, Jesus. the expense of that is huge um you know tickets for our show obviously uh Yeah. Mm-hmm. um <laughs> I I just think like it's such a it's such a bucket list moment for these for these Kiwis that like we'll go but two years time to do it again. Those people ain't coming back.
3: Yeah, maybe not. But you know, we're we're never happy here, are we? Like a lot of people
0: came to the cricket. More
3: people come now than they used to come. But we always Mm. think, what happened? What came before? They're just more people. (laughs) <laughs> it's more. This yes. is an immigration policy thing. Each year should grade.
2: always be have more people than the previous year, shouldn't it? That
3: is a good point. Like Melbourne, is Melbourne is
2: set to overtake Sydney for
3: population, mm. and I think ten to fifteen years ago it was half Sydney's population. So by extension, there should be more people going to the games. Mm.
2: Mm.
3: Cool. We solve that with demography. <laughs>
0: Hope it rains in Sydney. Mm. Hey, uh, big bash is still going on. Hey. <laughs> <laughs>
3: it <laughs> like it was super commercial radio.
0: <laughs> so um, the game I want to talk about the most is the Sydney Derby. Uh, I don't know if you guys saw, saw the game, You watched the game. It was on during our game. live show. Yeah. Was, I caught the highlights. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That game was fucking wild and exciting and good. Mm. Yeah. Super over. Yeah, super over
3: was it uh, just, uh, just but
0: does that okay I'll ask you the question does that excite you does that excite you that it was a game Sydney Derby yeah. Under Lights Christmas Time Super Over or was it just kind of like ah uh, yeah but then they played the next day and something else no, happened
3: you could hear the din of the crowd through that like uh, even watching the highlights because we couldn't we couldn't watch it live because we were yeah busy but um uh, <laughs> busy <laughs> it was a bit busy uh, <laughs> but you listen, you watch the highlights, and you could hear like how excited the crowd were, just even in between balls and stuff like that. And yeah, went down to, went down to the final ball of the super over, mm. and the Sixers, yeah, emerged by one run. Yeah. Uh, so it's about so a perfect T twenty game. Is the that perfect what, game? It's a perfect game. It's the perfect it's perfect game. A it's a perfect well. game. Um, although, like, kind of uh, in contrast to that, there was a good tweet from a friend of the show Tom Morris who like had a saw a picture of Alex Carey at Marvel with BMX Entertainment in the background and he, he wrote something to the effect of like delisted footy player in gold cap playing cricket on a footy ground with BMX Entertainment so that, <laughs> that's also BBL <laughs> so <Yeah.
2: laughs>
0: um, there was another game with Strikers and Stars came down to the last ball Peter Siddle who we'll touch on in a second was coming he was buying was it six to win off the last ball and Zampa came in yeah there's something like okay Adam Zampa is clearly professional wants to win every game he's coming in but like yeah. our interactions with Zampa is just like that's funny. Yeah. Because <laughs> I'm just thinking about like dumb stuff he said you know, on yeah. podcasts and that kind of he stuff. Can a, he can hit a big ball, Zampa. Yeah,
3: he, can, like, he can hit a ball. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: He was offended when I said he should bat number 11. Yeah. Probably That's roughly so. Enough, That's yeah. probably says more about me than him. Mm. Hey degrading yeah, <laughs> South 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 his livelihood. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, South Africa and England are playing a game. Well, they were playing a game at Centurion. South Africa won the game Pez overnight that's right by about 100 odd runs yeah. I have the exact scores in front of me one of those ones where England were chasing 376 to win they started that chase at 120 for one Rory Burns was on 77 overnight coming into the final day yeah. and it's just like we are speaking about this off air just about like how many massive run chases look, look on it's just yeah. like oh they're none for 300 chasing 301 never win History yeah. suggests of like the hundred and fucking fifty years of Test cricket
2: or whatever. History suggests they always start. You well, ain't chasing over three hundred, yeah. And people are like this is well, this could be a this could be a real world record here, yeah. yeah. And then they lose eight for thirteen, yeah. <laughs> and exactly. everyone goes home disappointed.
3: <laughs> and it's it's good. Like, English Twitter is good for that kind of stuff as well. There's a lot of like memes going around going, oh, go on then, give us a Stokesy. You know, from, I'm I'm a half Northern. Nice uh, from Headingley. Yeah, um, half it gives a, Give us a give us a Stokes in, then you wake up in the morning, South Africa time, and um, then there's just stats about how England's number 9, 10, 11 make no runs ever, and they should never have got their hopes up in any way. Hmm. Um, but I think they, they stuffed it up in their first innings, didn't they? It, it got rolled for 180,
0: And then Jofra Archer bowled two beamers. Yeah, so could, it,
3: couldn't like the bloke more. No one got hurt, but.
0: Yeah, yeah. so there, there was a controversial moment where he bowled a second Beamer that was above the waist that right. was like ruled not to be a Beamer and then South Africa were not pleased with it Fafdipalc was blowing up Mark Boucher the new coach was just like "Oh, that's ridiculous you've got to go Philander chipped in as well saying like umpires got going to stand their ground get him off mm. didn't happen there was actually footage of um there was footage of Paul Collingwood facing Joff right. sper- Archer in the Nets do you know what the context of that was?
3: Ah, uh, yeah it was like uh, it was this is a week or two back and i think archer just wanted to roll the arm over in the nets and he mm. didn't have anyone to bowl to and mm. paul collingwood sort of been in his 40s now and mm-hmm. he's an england coach he just asked collingwood can you have a bat and collingwood said he thought about it and said yeah okay go on and then somebody filmed it and was, it this was
2: the like, ecb social media team filming oh, it, yeah, sure. it was, yeah it was yeah. Um, it was yeah. highly
3: set up yeah yeah and uh Oh, you're just watching it from behind. And time you watch like a fully fledged test quick from behind in the nets, it's extremely frightening. Mm. And like Collingwood, you know he's done quite well. Like it was a bit, you know, how you're going outside off stump, and the feet were very jittery. Mm. And it was uh, he, he probably got him out a few times. But then again, you just think that's a very good effort to be able to face Joffre Archer at mm. his at full pace mm-hmm. in the nets. Mm. Um, and so, he also had a singlet on, and his arms looked amazing. So, incredible whatever. levers,
0: uh, world class levers, Well-class. up there with Rabada for best in the game for yeah. mine. Talk really? so about Collingwood or Archer? <laughs> so just like just back to the beamer. I just kinda like in the context of that anyone who's listening out there who's seen that footage, it's fucking quick. And like Paul mm. Collingwood has scored test match double hundreds. Uh, Good, player. Good, yeah. player. Mm. Good player. Good little player. Good little player. You're thinking like I know he's in his forties and stuff, but like Jesus Christ, if he's like backing away slightly, he's like, Yeah, it's pretty quick. So like mm. when Archer's coming in, he's like buying balls that go above the waist. That must be like did you ever do you ever like lose the ball if it didn't bounce on the pitch?
2: Yeah, if oh, it's like a, full toss. Was a fucking scary oh, full toss yeah. that's just above your like knee roll is exactly yeah. You lose yeah. it for that split second, or if yeah. someone
3: bowls a, like a really good slower ball or a very slow yeah. one that mm. loops up and you go, oh god, it's at my head, and then you because Archer was humiliated. trying to bowl
0: this like knuckle ball, mm. but like just the thing of that because the, the whole thing about Archer is he kind of like ambles in. It was a bit mm. like I uh, understand like Michael Holding had like more of a fluid run up, but then when he got to the crease, it was like. Real acceleration. And mm. Archer's got some sort of, like a bit like Robard as well, got this, like sort of fast twitch muscle fibers explosive, that kind yeah. of thing. And so like if the ball is not landing in like the forty five centimetre radius on the pitch, I'm
2: fucked. Oh. imagine if like Mitchell Johnson would have been the most frightening to face the beamer from the left you just arm lost, like kind of like at, anyway the, when he was coming.
0: at the fucking left elbow. Ugh.
2: Yeah. All
0: right. Well Peter Siddle retired. Um End of a fine career. 67 tests, 221 test wickets. Uh, any, like, first thing that comes to mind when you think Peter Siddle?
3: Well, extremely white teeth, obviously.
0: New teeth? Yeah. Banana I think stuff? I
3: like it. The thing I like about Siddle is um, there's this temptation to describe him as, like, a guy who got everything out of himself, which like, kind of dog whistles that there, there might have been a lack of talent, but I just don't think that's true with him. He's an extremely skillful bowler. He's got a really good record for Australia. He's gone four away Ashes tours. Uh, who was mm-hmm. he was like yeah. uh, he, like serviced very very well in that last series. We were lucky enough to interview him at the um, Royal Kensington in London in person, just ahead of the Lord's Test. And like, well, firstly, he was extremely fucking fresh, and we were hungover as fuck. Mm. Uh, and he he noted that, but mm. also. He said later, and like, this is just t- totally off-air, like, no mic on or anything, like, he could see how passionate he was about winning yeah. that series. He yeah. was just like, you know, if we just get through lords, even if it's a draw, I just want to bring that urn home. And he, he even, apropos of nothing, went, come on! Mm. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. Just, just in the yeah. foyer. Yeah, yeah which yeah. made it ultra-jarring how poorly he bowled at the Oval. <laughs> I, I was surprised to see that he's, um, <laughs> that he's hung up his boots from international cricket, because I could see a few more years of him providing value. It was like a non-playing selection. Because you know how he got oh, yeah. brought into like 13, 14 man squads yeah. by Langer, just to kind of yeah. just to get around selection in and around the group. And then after two days, gets sent back to whatever the fucking T twenty franchise he's playing for. Yeah, but he's just yeah, tell a few stories. Get like you know just mm. like a granddad telling some stories. People at the knee. Yeah, tell us tell us yeah. about how many people you killed in career, granddad. <laughs> That kind of stuff. <laughs> mm,
0: that kind of stuff. There's definitely like you were saying before, Pez, about like there's this perception that he wasn't as talented because he put in so much effort. Because he got, it's all like heart and passion yeah. and and mm. soul. And all those all those sort of words. But yeah. actually, he all was the words guy you use when you're trying to kind of gently disrespect someone's yeah. actual yeah. natural talent. He was just literally a guy who could bowl 150s in the early part of his career, high 140s. Yeah, like that was so he was just good.
3: And yeah. evidently, he was like reasonably loose early on in his career. Mm. Changed his ways and just became this like endurance. Lionheart, mm. who then became super skillful and you know went a big way to helping Australia bring home the ashes, which is something teams couldn't do for the last twenty years and then you know everyone seems to like him as well. He was very nice to us, so you know what a what a career I mean I think one of the best things was Ponting saying as the first pick in my side, and I don't mm. think Ponting says stuff like that like lightly mm. so yeah, well done
0: mm. Shout out to our close personal friend, Peter Siddle. Peter Siddle. Oh, so. Who couldn't join us. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he said, who dis? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, Cam Richardson's on the show. After that, hashtag AskTGC. Who the fuck
1: is on for?
0: Hey, lads, it's time for another KO Mini Debate. KO Minis let you stream every catch, every six, and every wicket from an entire match or day's play in less than half an hour. It's the quickest way... To watch all the best bits when it suits you. Today's topic. Was the Boxing Day Test a success? (laughs) Sam Perry. Yes. Discuss. Okay, look. Or debate.
3: All right. If you listen to the Victorian media or read it, Mm -hmm. and I do at all times. Of (laughs) course. This was a glowing victory for the MCG, fighting back to show true greatness, bouncing back off the off the canvas as only a sporting capital of not just Australia but the world can Mm -hmm. after weeks of conjecture following a decade of wickets sanctioned by the ICC and a shield game with a wicket that repeatedly injured the two greatest chests in Australian cricket Martian Stoinis (laughs) the wicket rose like a phoenix he goes and you know wasn't absolutely diabolically boring or dangerous and because of this Mr Speaker (laughs) <laughs> because it wasn't the worst wicket in the world or a dangerous wicket with encrusted ridges, we can only hail the Boxing Day test a marvellous success okay. and a true reflection of the sporting and cultural superiority of Victoria. Okay, Sure, you need to bowl at a <laughs> velocity of 140 kilometres an hour to give the keeper any chance of taking the ball above knee height. Yeah. And sure, the ball moved through the air uh, and off the wicket for one hour on day one. Yeah, But the point is that the ball did not bounce twice through to the wicketkeeper Hmm. on the first over of day one. So, by extension, it was a wonderful occasion. Also, there was a very good crowd and New Zealanders were entertaining. There should be a ticker tape parade for Matt
0: Page. (laughs) (laughs) Pretty tough to come back from that, I would have thought. Case more made.
2: Dave Edwards. Debate, yeah. Well, I guess now I have to take the opposite view. Not necessarily. So, well, that's true. Well, then it wouldn't be a debate; it'd mm. just be a sycophantic, convenient convention. Three bikes having a chat about a picture agreement. Furious agreement. Um, and I was not seriously while you were speaking, but I'll take the opposite view. I don't think it was a success, and okay. obviously, look, these days things must either be the best ever or the worst ever. That's right. There's yeah. no it'll no in between ground. No, I agree with the premise. We can fall. Yeah, but I think that's where the pitch fell. And what in between ground? In between amazing and shit. Okay.
3: And it needs to be the best ever to be successful.
2: Exactly. Yeah. There Plus were lots so. of successful uh, things that they could take away, See, I could take away that it was a well-attended test. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if they use raw crowd figures as a, as a metric, um, mm-hmm. which they do. I mean, I think it was the second highest attended Boxing Day test for a non-Ashes series. Yep. I think so. Or some shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you look at the Australian... Point of view, we won the game. We smashed them. Mm. There wasn't any huge diplomatic relations issues between Australia and New Zealand. Although we would kick an All Blacks star out of the mm. out of the venue for, um, yeah, for sculling a beer. Mm.
0: But I think cool it was like a th-
2: it was a three star pitch. <laughs> three no one star. no one gives anything three stars. You don't go on Uber and give someone three stars for a ride. You don't mm. go on this podcast on iTunes and give it the Great Cricket podcast three stars. See the five stars mm. or it's fucking one star. Mm. Incessant mm. laughing, mm. one star. Thanks.
3: Don't mind an ad.
2: Don't mind an ad. One star. I would have thought that... Like the sound of their own voices. One star. (laughs) It's a podcast.
0: (laughs) Isn't it? Isn't I would say like two stars is the least given star. Mm. Just to make it now about this. Yes. Yep. Three stars. I see three stars time to time. Yeah. But not often. I take your point.
2: Yeah. But But you don't like go and have a restaurant experience and then go and give three stars because it was okay. Do you? Yeah. Uh, I mean, that's good feedback for the restaurateur. Yeah. The proprietor would be interested in knowing that. Yeah. Constructive criticism. Yeah. But it's either the best ever or the worst ever. Back to the Boxing
0: Day test match, which we're discussing here. Mm. Do you reckon, like, of all the people who were would have been a bit like, oh, it's actually pretty fucked, Joe Burns was one of them? Because, <laughs> like, you know, you look at... I mean, even Tim Payne scored runs. <laughs> Hasn't even hit a test century. Yeah, right. Mm. You know? I see. But Joe Burns... It's actually more concerning because he's an opening batsman and he missed the ball. Hmm. Like, that doesn't really happen in Test cricket very much, especially no. opening bats. He was bowled middle stump no by a half yeah. volley. He tried to biff the biff. opening bowler Definitely. down the ground with a hard drive. Yep. With the
3: first ball yeah. he faced. So, that, is that the wicket's fault? Can he
0: blame the wicket? You know, when you look at a scorecard and one team's made 800 and there's always a bloke who got like a second baller, hmm. can he blame the wicket?
3: Well, you can do whatever you want, really. I mean, it's cricketers true. live in deluded fantasies most yes. of the time anyway. So I'm yes. sure you could concoct an argument. It wouldn't be one based on truth, mm-hmm. but I'm sure he could. And often you need to do that to cope in cricket. So I wouldn't begrudge him doing it. It just wouldn't be true
0: or factual. But once again, we've got to the bottom of this. Or, fact- or
2: factual. factual <laughs> yeah. case true it wasn't
0: enough. And both it. arguments were well made. And yes. I, I took your credit, your credit to yourselves and this organisation. That's another mini-debate done for KO Minis. KO lets you stream all the action from the summer of cricket with no ad breaks during live play. Visit kosports.com.au or download the app to start your 14-day free trial. You know, there's a higher authority that's beyond our comprehension. And right up there in the sky, unless we understand uh, that that's got to be respected, then we're just fools and we're going to get nailed. 2020 is right around the corner and I bet you're already thinking about what you didn't achieve in 2019 and what you want to get up to in 2020. And if you want to work towards being your best self in 2020, then Blinkist is for you. Now, Blinkist is for anyone who cares about learning but doesn't have a lot of spare time. Blinkist takes the key insights from over 3,000 non-fiction bestsellers in over 27 different categories and gathers them together in 15-minute blinks. That's text and audio explainers that help you understand more about the core ideas of those books. Now, it's already 12 million people across the world you <laughs> Using Blinkist already to deepen their knowledge in 27 different categories of non fiction. There's bestsellers from The Barefoot Investor by Scott Pope to The Subtle Art of Not Giving a Fuck by Mark Manson. It's all there. And you can listen to Blinkist whenever you're on the go. If you're commuting to work, you're cooking dinner, you're driving the car, you're walking the dog, wherever you are, it's all right there. Now, Blinkist has a special offer just for our audience of the Great Cricketer Podcast here. Now, if you go to blinkist.com slash cricket to start your free seven day trial and get 25% off a Blinkist premium membership. That's Blinkist, spelt B-L-I-N-K-I-S-T, Blinkist.com slash cricket, to get 25% off and start a 7-day free trial. That's Blinkist.com slash cricket.
3: Boys, this bloke's played nearly 40 times for Australia in the shorter formats. He's got a mountain of first-class and list-day wickets. No one seems to be able to score off him in the BBL. Takes lots of wickets there as well. He's got skills and a social conscience. Uh, he mocked Marcus Stoinis's Hulk impersonation uh, <laughs> impression last year. Adam Zampa seems to like him. Uh, it's Kane Richardson finally on TGC. Kane, welcome.
1: Thanks for having me, guys. I assume it's a rig-based selection. <laughs> Confident?
3: Have you read no. that off a sheet? No. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, um, Kane, you're not from New South Wales or Victoria and you played in all the junior Australia 19 yeah. stuff. You must, A, have been pretty good uh, and, B, not played much grade cricket. What does grade cricket mean to you?
1: Grade cricket is a stepping stone to something better, I think. It's, uh, <laughs> basically, just turn up, do your time. It's almost like going to jail. you just got to serve your time there and then... Get out and you know, start your start start a new chapter in your life. So but, just rehabilitation. Um, as you can tell, a, yeah, yeah, pretty much. As you can tell I'm a huge fan and <laughs> I played I played one day of Club cricket this year and I spent ninety six overs in the field and uh, didn't take a wicket. So
2: what happens when you numerous. go back to grey cricket after playing professional cricket? Is that like going back to jail? You kinda of know your way around, yeah. know some of the inmates from <laughs> it's when recidivism. <laughs> training training cigarettes, yeah.
1: Pretty much, you know which days have the best lunches and all that oh, kind of man. thing. So, um, but yeah, hopefully I don't get back there anytime soon. Do
3: you, do you enjoy? Like, are you one of those guys who likes to go back and play as a bat? Yeah, sort of
0: yeah. number three or four. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. When I was younger, I did because I actually enjoyed playing cricket. But um, <laughs> yeah, no. Look, the more I just get sledged, and expectation is that I actually perform. Um, so, I that doesn't sit well with me at all. So. I basically just turn up. I wear long sleeves. I wear batting Mm. shoes and don't try.
0: That's okay. Heaps of levels there. I've touched on all of these things now. Mm. You're just talking (laughs) about like uh, sledging. Just like there's there's a uh, perception out there that there's more sledging in grey cricket than anywhere else in society. Mm -hmm. Um, You as an international player, IPL player, successful cricketer, good bloke, allegedly. Uh, You know (laughs) what, what are what are people what are people saying to you on the cricket field who have not played international cricket?
1: Um. I'm trying to think back to the day I spent a couple of weeks ago, 96 in the field, and to be f- uh, to be fair, I I did engage in the sledging. I started it. <laughs> okay, so um, you're sledging people. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and as 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 an alpha male in that in that um environment, I felt you know we were. I think the opposition was one for two fifty. I thought you know what, the time has come. Yeah. I need to do something about <laughs> this. Now's yeah, the time yeah. to, to sledge. Yeah, and, in- on top. and the best thing. Yeah, and the best thing to do was not. Ball well and take wiggers yeah, just to get obviously just to get chirpy so yeah. uh, it didn't work out they ended up making 420 uh, <laughs> I took none for so um, didn't work, but you just got to try. You know that's all you got to do.
0: Yeah, it's a good
1: point.
3: Yeah. I mean, just to get the full picture of your relationship to grade cricket, like are you were uh, you, you wear South Australia, you know, or Australia gear yeah. to, to grade stuff, even, Aussie training kit, even just yeah in the warm up and stuff like that, or even just leave it out in the dressing room just so everyone understands how <laughs>
0: you do it. Yeah, Bangalore kit,
1: yeah. Um, yeah, I, I actually just casuals but i'd like to use my uh cricket australia duffel bag or or wheelie bag yeah, exactly. so i think that's the best way something cricket related and, and and it's there all day you don't have to take it off like you know like kit so uh yeah the cricket bag's the best way i think okay subtle way as well i mean the subtle B- yeah
2: you you're obviously playing in the BBL at the moment i mean this season the BBL's brought in a wave of new interesting innovations including yellow hats mm. and strategic timeouts i mean what's your favorite uh, marketing-led innovation that BBL's <laughs> brought in in recent years?
3: You must have one.
1: Oh, there's so many to pick from, isn't there? Um, <laughs> what about the bat flips? Yeah. Oh, well, that's not new, is it? That's in year no. two. So yeah, yeah. Prob- good point. Uh, You know, even the uniforms, like,
0: yeah.
2: Yeah,
1: how original are they? They're brilliant. Mm. I mean, whoever thought of those obviously mm. spent a lot of time thinking, mm. um, developing their uh, designs, so... Mm. You know that, mm-hmm. I, I, especially last night, the bright red versus bright blue, and mm. then the clash uniform because you can't tell yeah. who's batting.
0: Yeah, no. I was thinking that, um, yeah, because they got yeah. like they kind of got away with it in the test matches. Yeah, um, yeah. Yeah. Years. Yeah. yeah, But the away kits yeah. is good. I actually, I actually yeah. like some of the away kits. That's yeah. just a personal reflection. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, they seem brighter. Yeah, well, got uh, any spare gloves.
3: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Kayla. I mean, you're, you're obviously pretty, um, pretty successful in the short form. And what, what, what's the secret? For you to bowling so well,
1: is that a, that's a serious question? Um, nah, take it however I, you like. <laughs> yeah, I, that's a good question because mm. I don't know the answer. Um, <laughs> a lot of it is a lot of it is luck, to be honest. Um, yeah, you put in a, a bit of time researching opposition, but um, and there's a whole lot of analytics and anal- uh, analysis that go into it. And we've got some guys from Crickviz that come in and say to do certain things, but most of the time. It's pure luck, and on the day, some, some things work, and then you try the next day, and it doesn't. So well, I haven't got an answer for you. I think I'm just extremely lucky.
2: Mm-hmm. How do the the Crickviz guys, so do they come in kind of like with a PowerPoint or Excel spreadsheet presentation yeah. and run you through the data. Like, How do they come in? Do they, do they sit you down one-on-one, or do they make a big presentation? No, no.
1: Yeah, I think they do to certain individuals, and I'm definitely not one of those. Mm. But um, I think I was speaking to Michael Klinger about it, and he said he met him for the first time, and they were in street clothes, and he knew – from the minute he saw them, that they were the cricket analysts. He knew, (laughs) just by looking at them, there they are, they're my guys. So, yeah, yeah, I think they just um, throw information overload at Maxi, and he can do what he wants with it, but, as I said, it's not really my strong suit. That's for
0: sure. Mate, you you just been picked up in the IPL by uh, Bangalore eight hundred sixteen thousand yeah. dollars. I feel I feel weird that I know how much money. Like I like you yeah. don't know how much I own from this podcast, for instance. So it's strange. I, you know, Seven dollars is the answer. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but like uh, we saw we saw Aaron Finch being interviewed by um, Ricky Ponting during a game when he'd just been you know picked up during the auction and and Ricky <laughs> asks Aaron you know do you want to know how much money he's like oh I'll probably just finish the game that I'm playing I reckon yeah. pal pal yeah. <laughs> Powed him, paled him. him. Yeah. So I mean, you know, salary it, disclosure. Yeah, it's so yeah. disclosure. It's kind of strange. Yeah, but I want to know where you were when you found out that you've been picked up. How, how did it all go down?
1: Um, we just drove back from Geelong, so I just jumped in bed and I was, I was, I don't know what I was doing. I think I was texting Andrew McDonald because he's coach of one of the. IPL team, right. so I thought I'd just drop a hello, how are you? Um
0: <laughs> Hey mate, we, you are up. We yeah. <laughs> are we
1: still on? Yeah. Are we still on? and he didn't give me too much, so I thought oh, I'd better stay up and just see how it goes. So um yeah, I didn't follow it as such. I just mm. quickly jumped on quick yeah. Info after and I think it was about two thirty in the morning. So uh, no one else was awake to to share the good yeah. news. I just sent like, a couple of texts and then make sure I I wake up early the next day to really bask in the glory of it all. So, mm. um, but yeah, when when you're 147th on the list in the IPO auction, um, it's usually going to be right at the end. So, right. uh, yeah, it was about 2:30 a.m.
3: Uh, at least you're honest about that. Like we've spoken to a few players who are like, "Oh, look, I was just hanging around or whatever, and I just happened to get on Twitter, and yeah. oh, there I was, you know, in uh, the yeah. auction, not following, yeah. you know, in just intense it. detail whether yeah. I'll be picked up in yeah. the IPL and have riches yeah. uh, through my pockets." But anyway, yeah. Mm. Thanks for being honest. I think I think,
1: I think yeah. whoever says that is lying. It's mm. if your name's in, you're following religiously. And Dan Christian, I'm going to throw him under the bus. <laughs> Good. He he kept saying, "Oh, you know what? Oh, I hope I don't get picked up. I want to go to Europe for a three-week holiday." <laughs> <laughs> and I know Dan Christian well, and he is angry he didn't get picked up. That is complete bullshit. He's fuming that he didn't get picked up. So now he has to go on a three-week holiday to Europe. Is, he, you, is yeah. he trying to
0: get into the European cricket league with Pavel? He <laughs>
1: might. I think Pavel has a connection with the Renegades, so you know, he came out and played. I think they're looking at him possibly for the last... Uh, a few games this year. If Nubby is unavailable, he'd be
0: good in Geelong, I reckon. Yeah, yeah. So sort of Flat there. Pavel just well, came
1: off a business Marvel. development
2: trip here, didn't he? Mm. <laughs> yeah, he yeah. did. Yeah.
1: So I think, yeah, I think that was all part of it. And I think Marvel Stadium was suit him as well. You know, long oh, yeah. straight boundaries, uh, changes of pace. Yeah. yeah, I think yeah. It would yeah. be quite a good selection. Pace
0: off. Yeah, yeah. pace off yep. stuff. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> just like saying pace off. Yeah, it's the yeah. one phrase off that speed. makes you you're yeah, off speed. Yeah, the off one speed. phrase <laughs> that makes you sound like a T Twenty. Yeah.
3: Like Kane, obviously you and um your friend Adam Zamp are kind of the poster boys for, you know, you described yourself as a sort of spaghetti-armed bloke. There's a cadre of you guys now infiltrating cricket um, <laughs> with what with your veganism and your social conscience and uh, <laughs> yeah. you're, you take taking on some of the kind of more alpha behaviour from decades gone by. I mean, this, this obviously seems like quite an orchestrated, integrated campaign
1: from both of you. Um, it, would that be right? Uh, maybe from Zamps. I mean, I think I'm 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 just trying to be myself you know i think zams is i think he's fake you know a lot of what you get <laughs> i think he sits at home so before an interview like this he would have done hours of probably looking yep. in the mirror going over lines yeah writing down dot points yeah. this is the message i want to get across so <laughs> yeah you could say that but yeah i just think myself personally it's all just you know natural so yeah um yeah, that's what I think and yeah. to be you say Zamps is my friend I actually haven't spoke to Zamps in about three months so <laughs>
2: Yeah, um, close personal friends yeah. yeah Yeah,
1: yeah It's we're really tight
2: so, Instagram yeah. mate you're just liking each other's yeah, photos Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah pretty <laughs> much yeah.
1: It's
3: just sham friendship uh, yeah. socially Yeah, okay. I can
0: <laughs> definitely see that with Zamps like rehearsing lines just eating a steak wearing fur mm. uh, <laughs> you know that kind of stuff <laughs> um, Yeah, you know, there's a lot of like uh, talk about the standard of the Big Bash well actually last year was a lot, a lot of talk about the pitches and mm. the, the quality of the fielding especially last year and, and obviously now, you, you know you're playing in the IPL and Big Bash and like like how good do you think the Big Bash is like or where does, where does it sit in terms of like world tournaments is it is it up there or is it just marketed very well is it like is it coupling nicely because of the time of year that it's played in Australia like over Christmas and the festive season all that stuff
1: yeah well I think that's that's the best point at the start I think the time of the year is perfect right. for with school holidays and all that that we know about but mm. in terms of the cricket I mean I've only played IPL and Big Bash I haven't played right I haven't played in England I haven't played the you know I'm not a t20 circuit king like some of these other blokes going around (laughs) Mm. not yet but um getting to that age now where it's you know you know it could be a possibility but Mm. um yeah i think in terms of the cricket it's up there but the other thing is that the bangladesh leagues aren't at the same time so they can steal some overseas players away which the ipl doesn't have that yeah that problem because they pay you know 10 times more so Mm. um but, yeah, I mean, you do the best with what you got, and I think mm. Big Bash is marketed well with those pretty uniforms. But I think, <laughs> yeah, I think in terms of cricket, it's right up there. But yeah. as I said, I've only played in those two tournaments. Yeah, sure.
3: Not sure what happens in the IPL, Kane, but um, last night we saw our umpire Greg Davidson um, uh, feign to dismiss a Renegades batsman before uh, changing <laughs> his mind and um, scratching his nose. Uh, that must have been pretty funny.
1: Yeah, hilarious. He's actually a ripping bloke, Davo. Good off you from he, Yeah, he is. I can't believe you bowled off spin with, you know, the height and all that and yeah, the levers that he has. Yeah. But cliché, like Bo Webster, I guess. But um, I'm sorry. actually quite good. I'd say I'm quite good mates with Davo. And Rashid Khan had one ball left, and I reckon he knew I was coming out the bat. So he changed his mind for that exact reason, that he didn't want to see me get embarrassed by Rashid Khan twice in one night. So, yeah. um I don't mind it. I, I, I'm actually all on his side because that's our fight to change your decision <laughs> halfway through and just stick with it. Yeah. Like, yeah. no, nah, I, yeah. I fucked up, you know, but I'm gonna go with it. So. But but also like
3: oh, I'm just stra- scratching my nose, yeah, just yeah. that yeah. reflex. Like, no, nah, no, nah, I'm scratching my nose. Yeah. I'm just this was the uh. Hey, famous player, yeah. the old
2: pull away handshake. Yeah. I, I do hey, like Fever. that. It- Mm. Yeah. Hay
1: fever is it's Melbourne. It's yeah. terrible this time of year, and the roof was <laughs> open. So it was I do hayfever. like that. It yeah. was
3: confirmation that umpires do raise their fingers and as they're raising it they're thinking oh fuck that's wrong yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. how many have just kept going just to save yeah. face going oh no that's definitely not out with their finger well, in steve, there.
0: steve buckner's <laughs> last like six years he so just like oh fuck it um so i'm settled in here yeah, yeah. he was asleep most of the time yeah. Right? Yeah. Greg, greg davidson gave me out in the second grade grand final 2011 smashed it onto my pad fired yeah. me never forgiven him so right. i guess what i'm asking kane is what are your thoughts about that yeah no, i don't know i just wanted to say that out loud mm. sorry <laughs> it's two degrees well, of separation.
1: I guess he, le- yep. he learned from that day last night.
0: So <laughs> yeah, it must have been. You, yeah. yeah,
1: you're the guinea pig, but it's for yeah. the better. Yeah, so it's for the good you. of the game.
0: Yeah, good point. For yeah, the good yeah, of the game. Yeah, you're yep. welcome,
2: you're mate. Welcome. The um, yep. the T20 World Cup is obviously the most important thing to all of us as Australians. Yeah. Um, you must be pretty pumped for that. Getting getting amongst yep. it, getting involved, winning a, winning another trophy for Australia. Yeah, just win it. For the yeah, nation.
1: yeah. It's it's about twelve months away. So <laughs> you know, we've been talking
2: it's... about it for the last twenty four though. <laughs>
1: Yeah, true. Yeah, the 2020 and 2020. I remember yeah, in nice. 2010 looking forward to it, so it's been a 10-year countdown for me. So, yeah, I can't wait. But um, I guess I've got to probably get picked first as well. So it's a good point. I'll I'll probably worry about that and mm. then and, then, um, and mm. then take care of the rest. Mm. How how hard
3: is it to just? Well, maybe it's not that hard, but like there's just so many good fast bowlers in Australia mm. at the moment. Like, are you just sort of constantly looking over your shoulder or like? Do you, do you just think, God, they could pick from sort of 14 guys at the moment? Why is Australian fast bowling so good? Mm. How do you manage yourself in that competition?
1: Uh, yeah, I'm used to it, though. I remember playing under-19s uh, with Hazelwood Stark. I think Pattinson was around. So it's pretty much the exact same now. Um, they were first choice, and I was kind of the leftover. So, um, But, yeah, so much competition. Yeah. Um, in, in all forms, I think. There's there's guys putting their hands up in, in white ball stuff now as well, um, but then there's guys who are injured. So there's always going to be opportunities with mm. those first-choice guys playing so much cricket and being all three format uh, bowlers. So, um, yeah, it's always nice to get picked on a tour to India or something mm. like that when it comes up because they need a rest or whatever it is, but... Um, it's just about being being ready when an opportunity actually comes. You're
3: probably being a bit humble in relation to T20 stuff there because I know when, around Australia when most people think of our quicks that it is Stark, Hazelwood, Pattinson, Cummins, all that kind of stuff. But with the T20 stuff, it's a little bit more competitive than that, I think. Like, do, do you think Australia, that the public and even the administrators, the selectors, like, have the literacy to understand that like it's not all about pace on, you know, then if you bowl against the best players in the T20 World Cup, they're not going to be too worried about pace, even in Australia, right? Like that, you know, bowling slow balls into the wicket and things like that can be way more effective. Do you think people understand that at the moment?
1: Yeah, I think think Justin, since he's come on board, has uh, definitely taken notice of that because that was what made the Scorchers so successful for that, you know, three or four years when AJ Ty was dominating. They just had a good range of, of bowlers that all... You know, none of them were the same. So I think I think that's where we're getting to now where we're picking a, a role-specific team. And, um, you know, you got Stark bowling 145, Cummins is bowling 140-plus. And then what other roles can blokes fill around that? And, you know, I fall into that category of, of being a change bowler and somebody who can close out at the end. But I think, yeah, the last couple of years, they've definitely um, got their selections more specific. And I think players around the country know what they have to do to get picked. Um, in those certain types of, you know, whatever overs it is, is it middle overs, power play, and death? So mm. it's, um, but it is pretty simple as well. So I think guys just know what to do.
3: Yeah. Mm. Sounds like you like your cricket a little bit there. Yeah. Speaking very weird. seriously. I'm about actually it? a Nuffy,
1: aren't I? Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. <laughs> you know, I'm, a, I'm a T20 Nuffy. I'll, I'll, I'll admit that, but that, that's where it stops. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> nice
3: one. I hate the tests. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah get uh, oh mate, uh, thanks, for, thanks for joining us It's been uh, a long time coming And uh, we appreciate you coming on All the best for the, the year And obviously, um, yeah, you've been counting down for 10 years To this uh, T20 World Cup So wishing you the best there as well
1: Thanks boys, whenever you need, phone's always on So look forward to hearing from you soon And nice. zaps I'll also subscribe to the pod- podcast now Because I'm on it
2: <laughs>
1: You're welcome It's funny because you've already done that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, Thanks, Me fans are stupid pigs.
3: Ladies and gentlemen, as you well know, Christmas has been a gone for most. Seasons, greetings and all that. Uh, We're now into the sleepy period of the year where no one knows what day it is. No one remembers anything. It's far too hot to be anywhere but water. So get yourself some matching budgies. Not just budgies for yourself budgies for your partner as well for your loved ones selfish just to get a pair for yourself isn't it yes Mm. so uh, you know that is (laughs) that's
0: the message coming out of uh tgc good point you make about just get yourself around some water Yeah, but you know, like those days, actually, especially Melbourne, because it's not like the beaches in the city. It's kind of like the bays, like St Kilda, for instance, right? Mm. And you just see people like on those real hot Melbourne days, where it's like fucking forty five degrees, whatever. Yeah. You just see people just like lying in the water in the shallows of like the bay there, Mm.
2: and it's like, you know, we're all just animals, you know, just standing, kind of, yeah. The water up to your ankles. I was in Manly um, over Christmas, and lovely part of the world. I could say Budgie Smuggler has serious penetration. I think that's where the global HQ is. Correct. The northern beaches, but you know How is it? they've got really strong market penetration in Manly. I saw about fifty or sixty pairs of smugglers. Yeah, right. Including some matching smugglers. So we saw
0: um <laughs> we saw uh, any time obviously one of the cricketers all the cricketers were budget smugglers, like all the test players, right? And like anytime Oh, everyone does. <laughs> anytime um, you know, the Budgie smugglers are exposed through the whites of the of the players' pants mm. or trousers, depending on what part of the hemisphere you're from. from. They, you know, the, the DMs get lit up, right? And Ben Stokes was seen in Centurion just uh, during this test match. Mm. And the, well, yeah. oh, I forget his name. I was just talking to you off air about it. Max, maybe yeah. if, uh, yeah. Matt. Uh, anyway, sorry, sorry. The Came who, slid into the Facebook DMs. Yeah, and he was like, uh, um, uh, the first message was. Ben Stokes seen smuggling in South Africa and then he sent a, se- a second message with a photo of it from his screen. He's like, it was a bit awkward when my dad walked in the room and I was taking a photo of the screen, pause of Ben Stokes bending over. Um, yeah. Yeah. Hard We've to explain. there. Hard to explain. But then you, I mean, you talk about penetration mm. from Manly mm. to St. Kilda mm. to Centurion.
2: I did the same thing um, during Ben Stokes' CCTV footage. I took a screenshot of a still of that. Right. Um, he wasn't wearing budgie smugglers that day. <laughs> no, he wasn't then. Somebody
3: walked in and said, why are you doing that? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah we all get off on our own things so is this still an ad uh, we're just having a chat and look finally listen to Budgie Smuggler CEO Adam Linforth on the most recent uh, episode of yeah Batuta Advocate podcast Batuta cast so a whole, a whole bunch of Budgie me- messages there for you budgiesmuggler.com.au
0: <laughs> best one yet <laughs> uh, it's something hey um, we need to talk about the live shows boys there's only there's, there's two to go and it's the, home, it's the home run. It's the hometown crowd. We're heading to Sydney. January 3 and 4, we're at the Comedy Store. Mm. I personally am extremely excited about this. I, I make no bones about it. I fucking love the live shows. Mm. I love them. I love seeing the people out there on stage. They're great nights out. They're real funny. And second show in Melbourne the other night at the Corner Hotel. Great crowds, both nights. Mm. But the second night, mm-hmm. one of the great moments. Mm. Who wants to take on what happened? Anyone mm. to explain? Hard to explain. Well,
3: look, from my vantage point, mm. I think I was saying something or other at the time.
2: Mm-hmm. and It was during the Ask TGC section. section. So I was, I was on the ground right. walking around with a mic taking questions from the audience. Yep. And I think you were saying something, Pez, yeah. and then a bloke. Probably would have been mid-50s. Yeah, I, I reckon 50s. mid-50s. Yeah. I'm pretty confident he was a Kiwi okay. from the accent. Right. He just stood up and started shouting um, yeah. at the but- stage. Yeah. But, like, the, what he, what the, was he saying? the room was um, divided
3: into two, like all the seats. There, there was a centre aisle. Yes, you he could, could not have been down more down. central. And he, I just, I was saying something out of the corner <laughs> of my eye, um, I just saw this figure approaching the stage. It was still a fair way away, but he was not walking with any kind of urgency or anything. Mm. He was just walking at his own pace, very relaxed. And I casual. thought
2: he had a bomb. When I saw <laughs> him. You? The way he was walking, I was like, this I, bloke's
3: got a bomb. Wow. Hell of a target. Yeah. And then again, quite understandable. But, um,. Yeah, he was yelling uh, quite <laughs> loudly with beer in hand and clearly very intoxicated about um, how fast Jeff Jeff Thompson was. Yeah, which was <laughs> not a conversation we touched we on at any not point. We weren't talking about that because it's fucking 2019. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, we weren't talking about it. Yeah, what about Tomo? We talked about it a little bit in Adelaide with Sean Tate for oh, obvious oh, yeah. reasons. Oh yeah, but that, yeah, was, yeah, in Adelaide, yeah. Um, yeah, that was in Adelaide. That was Adelaide many weeks ago. Yes, so he might have spent a delayed reaction from there. But yeah, yeah. and true. then um, and it was one of those ones that was like. Uh, oh, we can't kick him out.
2: Security was kind of hovering and yeah. like looking towards us, like, "Do you want to do anything here?" Well, no, we're going to use this for content. Yeah, yeah. It was a, it was a great opportunity for us to kind of yeah. poke a bit of fun, and yeah. the audience was up for it. Yeah, yeah. And normally there's a bit of back and forth, and that's all
3: good, and it kind of the, the like
2: naturally finishes. We like the back and forth. Mm. Yeah, but he,
3: but he he
0: just kept going. It was funny till it wasn't. Yeah, uh,
3: but he was sort of stopped, and he just ended up standing in the center aisle. We took a few more questions, and he just popped up again. Well, also
0: he took his shirt off and that's he waves right. it over his head
2: and he sculled his beer and said right. me, me, me it was yeah. fucking weird it was he was chanting, me, me me, me,
3: yeah. me which I thought was like either like a deep insight into all of our psyches yeah,
2: yeah. Um,
3: or something really meta either yeah. way I really liked it it's a real yeah. boomer mentality yeah. I thought
0: me, all, me it's all about me that's what we're ever me. really doing
2: isn't it Yeah.
0: anyway it was a great night a little, a little taste of what these nuts are like I think a lot of people are coming for the first time this year mm. um, and so if you come before you sort of know what the, know what the deal is uh, but yeah come along have the greatest night of your life like that guy did Mm. even if he doesn't remember a single thing Mm. Um, so it's great stuff Mm. anyway so uh, the comedy store January 3 and 4 that's days 1 and 2 of the test that's Friday and a Saturday night they're going to be so awesome there's a few tickets left for the first show on January 3 Um, there's more tickets available for the show on Saturday Uh, both these shows are going to sell out so I would recommend getting in quick or fuck off <laughs> too much no no, no yeah, yeah. it's all yeah, good, right. good. sledge your fans that's what the live shows like sledge
2: your fans me fans are stupid
0: pigs. <laughs> <laughs> definitely putting that in now alright um, hashtag ICDC. is there anything else to say oh, by, Richard Chico our guest uh, in Sydney which is going to be okay. awesome incidentally incidentally yeah by the way one of the, the all time most iconic you yeah. know, Sydney cricketers of all time um, Tom Otten says hey guys absolutely loving the podcast at the moment you're pumping out some bangers the term champ is really catching on at the moment, so I'd like you to discuss my current champing situation. I play seconds and our team is progressing nicely before the Xmas break, having won 9 from 9, including two forfeits because the opposition captain said, We don't feel like getting belted around today. Which is fair enough. Our captain is a 21 year old superstar, opens the batting and scores tons for fun. Local bookies have him at $1.10 to ton up each Saturday. However, when we are bowling and the opposition is starting to build a nice partnership, 15 from 10 overs. Our skip will bowl himself, champing the older and more experienced bowlers in the squad, myself included. How can us more experienced bowlers conquer and regain supremacy through champing from a second grade minus love with Scoring more runs is not an option as I'm averaging eight over the last three seasons and fresh off a first baller from a team, we beat by 270 runs. Also, as a side note, I got returned sledge from a batsman three weeks ago. It was brutally delicious and I think we should see more of it. Cheers. Mm. I Tom. mean...
3: Something doesn't add up here to me, from Tom. Uh, how can the captain be a twenty-one-year-old superstar who local bookies say is a dollar ten to turn up each Saturday, and this guy plays fucking second grade?
2: Yeah, there's, like it, how it, good is first grade? No, no. He's, promising young talent is given the captaincy of second grade if they're just if it's a fait accompli that they'll play once. No, it's just fucking
0: small, small pond, big fish kind of stuff. Like this is like he's obviously like say I'll, I'll just play twos. I've seen this before. Why? Because they want to fucking dominate, the... Gr- like they just want to feel good. He's only twenty-one. But a, a, a doesn't $1 he, doesn't 10, he want more?
3: Every a ton every Saturday they win nine from nine, and teams it's just are forferty. like, i I'm not, I'm not playing ones. I mean, what's the deal there? The other thing Tom says that makes me think psychologically about this is he's like <laughs> um, how do I champ this guy back he's champing us all the time and he's talking about a meta champing it's not like a, someone's saying it to you he's like, he champs us by doing this he champs us by taking right this right off right. having a bowl then he's, the last thing he says was I got return sledge from a batsman three weeks ago it was brutally delicious and we should see more of it this guy likes being champed mm. maybe you like it Tom mm, Yeah. maybe the maybe captain
0: knows you like it mm. Yeah.
3: maybe everything's in harmony you won nine from nine you get champed that's what you like it gets you off yeah. fairly
0: obvious the captain's not a good bloke right that's that seems obvious to me. He's 21. He's fucking smashing second grade runs for fun. Teams are forfeiting. Play
2: once now. Older so. disgruntled bowlers are wanting to be hmm. given the ball, and he's not letting them. But at the what same time, I have changed my mind there? on
0: this because then the captain, like the 21 year old kid, he's just he's just enjoying his Saturdays because like cricket is fun when you're doing well. Like how good is scoring runs if you're a batsman hmm. taking wickets are ball? Like it's, like a, it's the a best thing.
2: Rep cricket underage scenario where the the coach captains you from the sidelines. Right. And directs the bowling and the fielding. Yeah, that that could that could work for the stack, I think work. I think they need it kind of off-field leadership.
0: As, do you reckon first grade like haven't won a game in like three seasons, but they've stacked the fuck out of second grade and just like mm. we're going to win flag after flag. That's mm. a Melbourne thing, isn't it? Yeah. Calling flags, calling mm. things yeah. flags. Yeah, t- you know. flags in bags. They say. Right. Okay. Not so me. So it's so just sort of like a what thing. we've heard. <laughs>
3: All right. Well, we haven't answered anything there. Cool. Thanks, Tom. <laughs> um, Nicholas Fuster. G'day, boys. As an avid consumer of your podcast and devoted disciple of your word, I must say it is slightly befuddling to hear one of you, maybe multiple, because to to be honest, I still have no clue whose voice is whose, but i digress. Continue to reference how the MCG pitch last year effectively ended Jackson Bird's test career. Now, I agree that the Gallipoli-esque sacrifice that Jackson Bird made for the baggy green, and therefore the nation, because I attained my national pride from a hat at the MCG against England was nothing short of heroic, Almost Jesus-like that his career died so that Peter Siddles wouldn't have to. But I must remind you that this happened two years ago. As we all remember, there was in fact no Boxing Day test last year, as no cricket was played during the 15 or so months between the Cape Town tomfoolery and the Ashes. Cricket can only exist when the Aussies win at home, and the Sri Lanka series doesn't count because Curtis Patterson scored a ton, and I don't like that his mates call him (laughs) Spoony. Let it be known that the selectors' Aztec reminiscent human sacrifice of Jackson Bird was not in vain, but equal. Not in twenty
0: eighteen. <laughs> regards, Nicholas. Hey, he makes a good point. I made a mistake. I said the wrong thing,
2: or was it Dave? I don't know. Our voices. We all sound the same. This bloke's—he's yeah. confused. He's had—he's had about three cracks at an analogy here. He's—he's <laughs> he's called it a Gallipoli sacrifice. He's made reference to the Aztecs. Yeah. Yeah. He's also brought Jesus in as well. All the same analogy about sacrificial acts. Yeah. 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 mate. Fucking pick one. <laughs>
0: You not happy with that? Oh, is yeah.
2: it? Is it? You know, yeah. Too many early twentieth century war strategy, or is it fucking fifteenth century, mm. or whenever the Aztecs were around, human <laughs> <laughs> sacrifice, or was it Jesus' era sacrifice? Mm. Yeah. We never use tortured analogies or metaphors, <laughs> but when we do, yeah. and we do, we yeah. usually just go for it really yeah. hard on one, and then yeah. we'll do another one. and It's usually mm. business related. Mm. Well, Nicholas is right, and I apologise profusely because mm. I said the wrong thing, and I should be punished
0: accordingly. Mm. But who said it? But who said it? Wasn't Pez? I think I your did voice say, is, I think I did say that. No, I said it.
3: I think I may have also said it. Oh, I said it first. Okay. <laughs> what I don't like about this, because oh, yeah. I think it's quite a comprehensive um, sledging, is that yeah. uh, he offers the reason why we said it afterwards, by, uh, which means he's taken away our opportunity to say something funny. Yeah. Like, well, last year didn't count. That's yeah, why we yeah. said it a year, so he took yeah. it away. So it's actually quite manipulative, Nicholas. I, I'd go and see someone. Yeah. <laughs> but
0: right. it was funny. But thanks case. for the question. Thanks anyway. No, thanks yeah. as always. I read it in the Thanks as always.
2: Well, did Dave laugh? It wasn't. Um, <laughs> I'm more of a mid-range voice, a bit tinny. Lewis Balcom for the final Ask TGC. <laughs> Dear sad. Ask TGC, I'm a 23-year-old battler writing to you in dire need of help or self-esteem boost. I don't know. I recently met... <laughs> That's all his Just the words. you read that. I don't know. <laughs> That's all his words. Yeah. <laughs> I recently met a lovely young lady whom I've gone on a few dates with over the past month. One of the best things about her is that she is an elite sportswoman playing at the top of her field. Being in Melbourne, I'm sure you could guess the sport. Last Saturday, we ventured back to her house for the long-awaited chop. Uh After spending the night and her then dropping me home, I sent a text to ensure she sees that I'm in this for more than the chop, wanting to spark a relationship from what we've built with a simple, last night was great, looking forward to seeing you again. How was the rest of your day? To which I've got no reply in six days. I could only imagine the locker room chat going on about me and my slightly low-rising penis. Slow-rising. Slow-rising. Low-rising. It's a S- low-riser. Like low, yeah. low low yeah. He wants you to be clear that he said slow-rising. <laughs> yeah. It does get there in the end. Yeah. After years <laughs> of being a grade cricketer, I've sat in locker rooms yahooing <laughs> about chop stories and I've shared some myself. Yeah. In brackets one, <laughs> literally fucking one. Should I be saddened that I'm now one of these chop conquests Or happy to have been in the presence and embrace of an elite woman. Sorry, human. Human (laughs) Human woman. I'll get there. He asks, should I mend my broken heart by shadow batting? I thought she was the one. Got any gloves?
0: Lewis, don't have any gloves for you. um, Because I collect all the gloves that I
2: ask for. And I have no gloves. Like a bluebird. You're just hoarding gloves in your yeah. apartment. Yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah. My gloves and protein My whole- powder. <laughs> um,
0: I think this is a real learning moment for Lewis because, like, at, we've, all, we've all been in dressing rooms. We know what it's like. But, yeah, he's, he's right to say, like, you know, lots of chop stories go around. Mm. But then when the shoe's on the other foot, you actually realize, you know
2: what conversations need to be have well, it's a timely reminder isn't it yeah, if you're bit. thinking about sharing a lightly fictionalised or, or, or heavily fictionalised chop story mm. you know think
0: about what it would be like if it happened to you see I reckon like with Lewis as well like with this um, with the girl that he went on a date with like the, the level of celebrity I presume it's an AFL player is that what uh, I to the lines it's got to be um, the level of celebrity is like it's intoxicating and like he, he would want to tell his friends that he you know but then also it's like are you her again so it's a, mm, yeah. like he feels a little bit embarrassed by that because it's, then it's like, oh, she didn't call you back. She yeah. fucking, yeah, stitch up. Yeah. Not good enough, mate. Because no. that's how men talk about it as well. So, it's the plot of Notting Hill? Um, Lewis, mate, it's one of those ones. Um, mate, if she liked you, she's going to text you back. That's what happens. Same as like when guys, if you if you, no, no, one's as, no one's as busy as someone who's not interested in you.
2: You should never have sex with anyone who plays team sport, any form of sport in a team environment. You should only play have sex with people who play individual sports. So like what tennis. about... Yeah, okay. What if they're in the Davis Cup? Oh, like in the ATP tour circuit. Yeah. Like, what about rooms? athletics or the swim team? Okay, maybe maybe <laughs> the swim team. I don't know. I don't fucking know anything. I've Still you. just
3: reeling from the description of slightly slow rising penis. Yeah. And me putting his name on it. <laughs> yeah. No, that's good. And I think should Mendy's broken heart by shadow batting.
0: Yeah. Mm. Yeah. That's, that's, that's the way I get over stuff as well real dark stuff hey uh, thanks for everyone for writing the questions hey that's the last show for the year Okay, 2019 A decade yeah what about people who say that the end of the decade is 2020 see you next decade mate yeah that's grim chat isn't it hmm. no no one's going to answer for me people are yeah whatever hey uh, <laughs> thanks as ever for the people who listen to this show yeah. especially this time of year weird time of year you're still downloading you still listening to this if we see you around the ground especially in Sydney in the coming week come and say hello come to the show Great Cricketer. club for your tickets Richard Cheekwee, three of us on stage great nights out best nights out of your life thanks everyone who came from Melbourne wonderful shows we'll see you next week on the Great Cricketer Podcast